Welcome to the Courage 1000 Project, where each week we bring you inspiring stories from courageous individuals about the moments and experiences that have shaped their lives. I'm your host, Melies the Story Collector, author, speaker, trainer, facilitator, videographer, award-winning photographer and entrepreneur, and I'm on a mission to help deep-feeling women reclaim their confidence, joy and purpose in life from a world that overwhelms their hearts, minds and souls. And this journey... It starts with courage. You see, after a lifelong struggle with my own identity, I discovered the core principle to reclaiming your life was courage. And it made me curious. Were there others like me? Were there others who had reclaimed their life through the secret of courage? What was courage for them? What did it look like? And where were their stories? And with that, the Courage 1000 Project was born. We're digging up the archives and bringing to you season one of the Courage 1000 project. Originally a web TV show and now available across all your favorite platforms. Let's get into it. Welcome to Melies the Story Collector Web TV, where each week we bring you inspiring stories from courageous individuals about the moments and the experiences that have shaped their lives. In today's show, we have the gorgeous Carrie, who is sharing with us that her mediumship abilities did not come naturally to her at first, and it was actually through the loss of her brother to suicide and the courage to overcome this loss that her abilities really surfaced. Well, I guess this story really illustrates for me how two things really how you can take the loss of a loved one and give it meaning and purpose and how it doesn't have to be um detrimental it doesn't you know it can be a gift so to speak yeah. Second, secondly, I guess my story with mediumship does illustrate that um, mediumship is for everyone and that um, a gift of spirituality and something like mediumship and being able to help people can come out of um, tragedy. Beautiful, beautiful. So what happened? Who did you lose? What started all this? Um, well, it was back in 1995 and I did, I lost my only sibling, my brother. He took his own life. Wow, that would have been hard to deal with. It was. I was a new mum at the time. My baby was seven months old. Um, and I was coming to it from, you know, I had no inkling what spirituality was about. You know, so it, and it was, um, he, my brother was um, 23 it was Easter time um, and we, we, I know that we had a difficult upbringing um, and he had alluded to it a couple of times and there was, you know, alcohol and long-term unemployment and like most suicides, there was that one thing that um, pushes them over the edge and that was a breakup with his girlfriend. Wow. Yeah, so... That led me, that grief experience, like it does for a lot of people, it leads you to question. It leads you to question the meaning of life. It leads you to question why you're here, what's your purpose. And I know it did all that for me. And very quickly, I wanted, had this urge to want to help people 
go through what when they're going through what I was going through. Yeah. Yeah. I now know because of my work as a medium and um, understanding the soul, I know now know that that feeling is an inherent aspect of connecting with your soul and your spirit. It's that humanity side that comes out. Yeah. You know, so it does, it shakes your foundations, but it can connect you with your spirit if you look for it. Yeah. So what was and it like then going through that stage of grief and not really getting any answers because you don't have that person to then turn to and say, what's going on? Um, I think I never really had, for me, because I understood the difficulties we had growing up, yeah. And I understood um, his alcoholism. I understood lots of those aspects. I didn't really question why he did that. Yeah, you had an inside knowledge. Yeah. Um, I know now lots of people do question. There's always questions around a suicide as to why. But yeah. I just, being his sibling and both of us going through the same sort of childhood, I understood his pain more than anyone else, I guess. Yeah, yeah. You know? Um, so it really sort of became, one, I needed to still focus on um, my baby. Like, that was, you know, I was a young new mum, so that was a big focus. Yep. Um, and then... Probably, I would have been just under 12 months and a friend suggested I read um, a book called The Celestine Prophecy by James Redfield. Have you heard of that book? No, no, but I'm going to take notes after we finish this because okay. I have a feeling I'm meant to read that one. <laughs> okay, well, it's very much, it's a, um, a novel, a fictional story, but each chapter has a spiritual undertone. And it talked about energy and it talked about coincidences that aren't really coincidences. And I just got to the end of that book within three days and I'm like, oh, my God, this is the meaning of life for me. And I read that book in March of 96 and from that moment my commitment to conscious awareness and to my spirituality has never wavered. Um, and I guess from, and I needed it, you know, I needed to find purpose for my life. It wasn't enough to go to work, come home, look after a new baby um, and just exist. I needed more than that. And I will say the now I also needed answers to what my afterlife looked like. Okay. You know? That one a bit more. Well, I need, I think from my grief, while I didn't realise it at the time, I needed one to know he was okay to and to sort of understand the process more. Like I'm a big, you know, like um, analyzer. Yeah, yeah. And I, and I still will analyse um, lots of stuff when it comes to things like mediumship and the soul's journey and all that sort of stuff. But I really needed, I think, like a lot of people do, is to, what were my beliefs when it come to the afterlife and to God? Yeah. Um, and it was my grief process that pushed me into really finding the answers for that. Yeah. Um, and, yes, those 
those things have shifted and changed over the years as I've sort of grown and learnt more. But my commitment to the fact that there is a greater consciousness, a God, whatever you want to call it, has never, ever wavered from that moment. Yep. So it was through your brother's suicide and that trauma, that grief, that really put you into your life's purpose right now. Absolutely. Like, before, one of the things that I like people to know about me is the fact that before that time, I did not have any psychic awareness or any mediumship ability. I wasn't someone that saw dead people as a child. You know, I didn't make psychic premonitions. But 20 years later, I sit here as a proficient medium that does communicate with the spirit world and does have all of those kind of experiences now. So for me, because of my experience, I honestly believe that it's an inherent aspect of the soul. It's there for everyone. It's just what you choose to do with it. Yeah, yeah. It's whether we choose to tap into it, yeah. Absolutely. Just like anyone's, whether they're a creative artist or a musician, it's the nurturing and attention you give it that will see whether it flourishes in your life or not. Yeah. Well, it seems we're on the subject. We're kind of heading that way. Do you feel people have to go through a trauma in order to wake themselves up to this inherited ability, inherent ability within themselves? <laughs> Um, no, I don't feel like people have to go through a trauma because I've certainly over the years seen people come to it just because of fear of the spirit world or they've had psychic experiences and that helps them step into their spirituality or there's a need for, they just even have this restlessness yeah. within and they want to find answers to that. I just think perhaps it gets to a point, and this probably wasn't even true of me, I don't know, but um, sometimes, especially later in life, it's, it's just the catalyst. I think it's not even necessarily the thing that has to happen. It, it's just that's your response to something like that happening in your life. Yeah, yeah. You know? Because we can, those kind of experiences, experiences like tragedy adversity whatever we all have those stories yeah it's just what how we choose to respond to it you know like we can choose to fall in a heap and being crumbled mess for years and years and years and it can determine your life like that or you can choose to accept and give it purpose give it meaning I still sit here, you know, 20 years down the track and sometimes think about, you know, I hope I'm doing him proud and, um, you know, that I hope that the work that I do has some way um, given meaning to the fact that he was gone so early. Yeah. So you feel you like know? what you're doing now honours his journey? Yeah. You know, and I, I still will go, I hope I'm doing it okay, you know, like, sorry. Oh, Just... no, it's beautiful. Thank you so much for having the courage to share with us because I do feel that it's the courage to overcome these moments and find something deeper and be able to help people with it 
that really does determine our lives, like you said. And you have yeah. a very courageous thing in taking what a very traumatic event and turning it into something beautiful. Thank you. And yeah, I just, you know, it's a kind of thing of I, even though I have what some people call gifts or certain special abilities, I don't see it that way. You know, yeah. I see it as um, they're just naturally there for all of us. And I just chose to um, make to to make that moment in time in my life and the loss of my brother try make it try to be a gift. Yeah, yeah. You know? And to try and and I needed purpose. That's what I say to people. I needed a greater purpose to me to continue to live here. Yeah, yeah. So you kind of had that emptiness within you and spirit helped fill that space and went, this is what fulfillment is for you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. That is exactly what it is. And I know that spirit does that for people in, in a lot of different ways, whether it's enough that they come and have a reading, because I know people have had readings and it's been enough to change their life enough, Yeah, you know? Um, or for others, it, it is finding their purpose and get, getting that fulfilment and it's connecting with the spirit within them that leads them there. Yeah. So it's a lot um, of internal work, that self-connection journey that really matters. And yes, essentially, it, it doesn't matter how you go about that. We all go about it differently, whether it's Buddhism, for me, spiritualism, you know, um, for some yoga, you know, <laughs> yeah. um, it doesn't matter how we go about it, but essentially it's that inner connection that will lead you to find that fulfillment, that purpose and overcome any adversities that are in your life. Oh, that's beautiful. I love it. I love it. So do you just do readings for people or do you help people step into their own mediumship as well? Absolutely. Like I do help people, um, step into their own mediumship and more and more I'm helping more mediums just even strengthen that connection and take it deeper. Um, and that's a real passion of mine is, is that we can take it deeper. I don't think there's any limits, to be honest. <laughs> yep. but, um, but, yeah, so that's the, the work that I, that I do. And I guess the thing is, one thing I will share is I'm just sort of like getting a bit of a notion to share is, yes, I do occasionally connect with my brother. Wow. That would be amazing to still have that relationship after death. Yeah, he certainly, um, not, not in the early days. It wasn't there in the early days because my grief would have been too much, you know. Um, but there was a time I used to own a um, spiritual development centre, which was all focused on mediumship, and he used to come in and teach. So people would practice readings. Yeah. And he would work with me as like a teacher and come through them so that they could work it out, you know. Um, and But these days, if he's around, it's like he's giving me a heads up for the fact that I've got something emotional or challenging coming. Mm, so he's like your guardian angel, your little warning. Yeah. 
Yeah, be prepared, yeah. ground yourself. Yeah. Uh, it's coming. Yeah. And and him saying, It's okay, I'm here. This is just something you've got to go through, but we're here and just know it's okay. Wow, that's a beautiful relationship to have. Yeah, I, I do feel sort of blessed with that and you know it is nice and I actually feel like he probably has grown phenomenally more in the spirit world than what he could ever have done here yeah yeah maybe you know, life was just too much but spirit world is where he belongs more for now yeah <laughs> <laughs> so do you so you said you had none of these abilities at all as a child no inkling at all not that I recognise. Like, I can remember being in my room and seeing images of um, men in trench coats and white horses, but they were... I still think that they were my imagination. Mm, yeah. they, they, they didn't talk to me. Like, they were just there. There was no conversations going on. Um, and it was all fear-based. I had a lot of fear as a child. Um, so there were no, I didn't see things like angels trying to make me feel better, <laughs> you know, yep. there was the only psychic premonition that I had before I was 26 and turned it all on was a dream that I had about a guy that I was seeing and he ended up playing up on me and the dream played out like you know, it was what happened in the dream happened in real life. So maybe the, deja vu. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That was the only thing that I can count of any psychic awareness Yeah. before that. Um, I sort of do think I was probably what we call um, empathic or clairsentient and would take on a lot of people's energies. But you know what? That's everyone, to be honest. Yeah. You know, there's not really a lot of specialness in that. Like, <laughs> you know, there's not a lot of, oh, hey, you know, you're psychic. I couldn't quantify any of it. Didn't even know that at the time I wouldn't have known. That's that's me going, knowing what I know now and under, looking back and understanding it, you know. Hindsight's a beautiful um, thing, isn't it? <laughs> exactly. So, um. So, yeah, so there was nothing that I can go that stood me out to go, oh, you've got some sort of ability. Yeah. So no wonder you're so passionate about teaching people that everyone has it inside of them then. Yeah, absolutely, because I do think sometimes it's put on this pedestal, you know, and it's sometimes it's sort of it's only for the special and the gifted, you know, and the ones that have been natural born mediums, you know, whereas I sort of go, well, we're all natural born mediums, really. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. You know? I love it. Yeah, it's just like anything, you just need the knowledge and the skills to tap into it. If you are feeling stuck and overwhelmed right now and are struggling to find your courage, jump over to melies.com.au to claim your free personalised insights and discover the three things you need to know to reclaim confidence, joy and purpose 
in your life.